Y'all know that we thrive on chaos and that that was it. Monday, and welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Steven. And I'm the other one. Which one, though? And that's Tilly across from me, and I'm Emma. <laughs> and this is the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. And today, it's actually nighttime. It's Moon Knight time, because we're talking about Moon Knight. Yeah. Anyway, Moon Knight season one, question mark. The finale aired very recently, and we are going to talk about it. Because it was very, very good. Yes. It was great. I think it is my new favorite Marvel. A thousand series. percent. Yes. If you don't know what Moon Knight is, or you haven't caught up, or. If you have been off the internet for yeah. the past month and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Moon Knight is an MCU series on Disney Plus, and it's about an American mercenary named Mark Spector who is the avatar of the Egyptian god Khonshu, otherwise known as Moon Knight. And he's redeeming his life of violence by protecting and avenging the innocent on Khonshu's behalf. Or it's about a British museum gift shop employee, an all-around messy human being, Stephen Grant, who suffers from mysterious blackouts and crazy sleepwalking adventures, depending on the day. It could be about either one of these things. And if you don't watch Moon Knight, you're probably super confused right now. But like... Go watch it. It's very, very good. But yes, yeah, spoiler alert, because we will be talking about probably every single episode at some point. I went into this series knowing absolutely nothing about Moon Knight. I have read a lot of Marvel comics, and he has been in a few of them, you know, cameos and other people's comic lines, but I never read Moon Knight. I had no idea what to expect. Yeah, I'm along the same lines. Like, I knew of him. I didn't know that his name was Mark Spector, for one. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, didn't I didn't even know that. I didn't know his name. I, d I knew what his costume looked like. That's about That's it. That's literally it. Everything yeah. else was the biggest shock in the entire world Yeah, to me. everything else was just bonus. It was wild. Shall we just address the titular character? Mark or Steven? Well, Moon Knight. Oh. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> but let's talk about the various suits that we see. Yes. Right off the bat. Please. Because superhero is the suit. So how did you feel about the two Moon Knight suits that we get? One is a lot more... Contemporary. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And the other one is very superhero-y. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, having not read Moon Knight, I didn't know what to... I didn't know about steven having a different suit but i thought that was very cool how they differentiated the two i mean i know that's part of the comic book and it's just source material that wasn't a design choice for yeah. this series it took me a while to to get used to the steven suit because it was like what is this i don't like this <laughs> but it was it grew on me yeah it, it really fit the character so. it definitely did and the base moon knight suit like mark Spector's suit, so dope the cgi for the suit was really really cool cgi overall was really cool yeah. i loved the look of Conshu. i loved the moon knight suit it's hard with tv shows there's so much less time to work on yeah. each scene when it comes to well when it comes to all of it but the cgi in particular so you often and find that TV shows don't have quite as refined effects. But for a TV show, this one was pretty, it was, pretty freaking good. It was. Like, you could definitely tell what was CGI and what was not, just yeah. because of what you just mentioned. But you just had to sort of adjust your expectations. Exactly. And the intentions behind the CGI, yes. like the actual design of yeah. everything, was, it was really, really so cool. much more, like, there wasn't as much storytelling with the visuals yes. in, in any of the, the Marvel movies, as far as I can tell. 
as there was within the Moon Knight CGI. Actually, it's funny you say that. Not only with the CGI, but I felt with the actual overall storytelling, yes. it was very comic booky in the sense that we were experiencing everything at the same time that Mark or Steven was, were. English. <laughs> but y- yes, it's very comic booky that way because it's as if you're reading each panel in in order we're not privy to outside information or additional information due to big long voiceovers or if you're comparing it to chunks of novel that have backstory or put things to context comic books are very in the moment and i felt that way about this series that everything was just super in the moment there weren't many scenes without mark or steven present which added to that effect it adds to the experience of mark having dissociative identity disorder it literally was even though it was such a great cast it was the oscar isaac show like it was it was so clear that he was the star Mm -hmm. which i didn't although neither did i he did a fantastic job especially between the transitions yes although oscar isaac was the star layla stole all of the scenes she was in yes absolutely she was good i mean i've i've been a huge oscar isaac fan since who talks first like you know that's his first line in star wars i have been like in love with this man i think he's so cool he's so charismatic he's so funny perfect mark and an even better steven but yes layla did an amazing job leveling up to oscar isaacs even though she didn't have as much screen time but i felt like the fight scenes with layla were much more like i don't know like artistic in a way if that makes sense or like better paced i guess not to say that the moon knight sequences were not cool because they freaking were yeah layla, the women the women layla is played by may kalamawi she's egyptian palestinian so she actually is you know true to the character how do we feel about her scarab gold armor stuff so cool i loved that i think i think it has to do with the fact that it was more practical like, she was not a mummy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She didn't have glowing eyes. Yeah, like, yeah. I would like to talk about each episode here. I'm I'm not going to go over like plot points and yeah, stuff because yeah, yeah. each episode is this what you're thinking? Like each episode, and this was my reaction to it. Yeah, like okay. like just like a few thoughts and like things I noticed. Okay, I did yeah. not take note on this, but I will definitely jump in. Yeah. So episode one, first yeah. of all, Golden Statue Man. <laughs> Golden Statue Man was who that man? I don't know <laughs> who but, that freaking man. But I really liked him. Yeah. Um, I was intrigued and i was disappointed that we never saw him again even at the end of the series like post-credit type of thing we never saw that man again he was in he was in the psych ward he was in the psych ward everybody was in the psych did ward. you notice okay he was they were playing bingo right right did you hear what number he called no i did not he said i forget the number but he said t oh what i was Are like hello sure? <laughs> bingot <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say maybe you misheard him, but T doesn't sound anything like B I N G yeah. or O. Like I thought that's what I thought at first. I was like, "Oh, did that was that a B or a G?" So I rewound it and I was like, "No, that's a T." And then also I have subtitles on. Yeah, so, so it, it said, said T and I was like, "Yo. What?" <laughs> I feel like Statue Man's got a bigger part. I don't know. <laughs> also, so throughout the whole series, we we see that the change from Mark to Stephen is like somewhat fluid, especially as it goes more into their yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at the, by the end, they're both. Yeah, straight up, they're, they're both. They're there. having conversations. Yeah. In the first episode, there's the moment where he's in that like big chase. He's in the van and he like has this little eye rollback thing. Yeah. Do you think that was him changing into Mark or no, him changing that, into the other guy? I think that Jake was Lockley. him changing into. I was. Jake I wanted Lockley. to know your opinion on. That. Yes. I guess we'll never know. Episode two, Layla's intro, badass. Yep. Immediately loved her. It was such an interesting story, too. 
even though Mark and Steven were so different, there was something similar enough about them that Steven was instantly attracted to Layla. Because who doesn't love Layla? Uh, that's Honestly, true. That's like, true. <laughs> straight up, I guess it's just like the core values of, yeah, true. of uh, Spectre Man. True, true. Uh, the Conchu introduction. Conchu, okay. Terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if I had kids, I would not let them watch this. Straight up, I was thinking that too. This is not a kid show. No. Like, Especially with all the brutality. No. No, 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 no. This is one for the adult fans, such as Moon Knight. With the flashing I like I felt like I was gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice that in episode two there was a, a GRC ad? I did not. I was thinking like I wonder if this is like a way for them to somehow introduce him into the Avengers with, yeah, with probably. Bucky and Sam. Yeah, the new Avengers. But then I was like, it's probably just world building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could also like, be. Who knows what timeline this is on? And then there's first of all, the scarab. I want one. <laughs> like, just like a little paperweight or something. Someone on Etsy is going to make one that works with magnets. I'm getting one. Etsy artist. You no, know, you have a this first customer. Calling. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a moment between Harrow and Steven where Harrow's explaining how Amit versus Conchu work. And then Steven's like, a thought can't be evil, can it? And it just like, this, a point. this is such a good, like with Winter Soldier uh -huh. and Falcon, it's so like thought provoking. Yes. It's such a good show. Because he straight up says it. He's like, what are we, are we going to go around killing children just because they have impulsive thoughts? Yeah, exactly. It's such a good show. It really questions your inner morality. Yeah. And then they freaking bring up the fact that there's multiple afterlives. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, breaking all the boundaries here. <laughs> <laughs> freaking sick. Is there a relation between Moon Knight and Black Panther? There could be. Because they share Bast as a god yep. through their mythologies. The Duat and the Astral Plane do look somewhat similar. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they must be like next door neighbors. Yes. So then Layla and Mark and Steven and Moon Knight and Jake Lockley <laughs> all go to... Or sorry, they talk about Madripoor. They don't right. go to Madripoor. Sorry. I was going to say. I my don't bad, remember My bad. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> they mentioned that Layla and Anton had been to Madripoor. Right. That makes me think that there's got to be some kind of connection between Layla and the power broker because she's all in the black market and so is the power broker. Mm -hmm. So that's also a reason to put Moon Knight and Winter Soldier and Falcon together. True. Also, Jake Lockley seems like a pretty sketchy guy. He's probably involved in that too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like definitely. Uh, speaking of Lockley, do we see Lockley interfere at Anton's place. There's the moment where he's got all the spikes through him, blacks out, and then as he's having the seizure, it's Steven. Right. And then when he comes back, it's Mark, which makes me think that neither one of them did all that killing. So I think Lockley was in that episode as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. Maybe. So then we also see the, the god chamber, and there's only five gods and their avatars, plus Steven and Harrow, or Spectre, Moon Knight and Harrow. <laughs> For all intents and purposes, Moon Knight includes all of them. <laughs> the uh, whole system. Yeah. So that makes seven. And at the beginning, in the first episode, Stephen mentions that the banner was wrong, that the Ennead has nine and not seven. Right. So we're missing two. So who are those two? Is it that they're sealed? Because we do see that there's the wall of all those sealed ones. Right. However, I think that at least one of them is in hiding. And I think one of them is a god that can see through time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like the theme of phase four and yeah, five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So in the first episode, Stephen comes into the, the museum and there's this little girl on a pyramid playing. And right. they start talking about whatever. And she asks him how it feels being denied from the field of reeds. But at that point, Stephen's like, what you mean denied? I'm not dead. Ah, <laughs> uh, so was so that little girl. What the heck is that little girl yeah. knowing all about this death stuff? <laughs> That was just a little creepy to me. <laughs> also, the fact that, yeah, especially because it's a freaking child. child. But I'm thinking if it's in hiding, it probably would make sense to be a kid. That kid was alone in that museum. True. So I don't know. I don't know. Just a theory. That's a good one. 
uh, episode four. What the hell that creepy zombie mummy thing? Oh, what the damn hell is that? <laughs> we watched this episode together, and I just kept looking at you with like this horrified expression. Straight up, like, what is came that? Came right out of the mummy. Yes, came right out of the mummy. Absolutely. Also, was there multiple of them? I have no idea. <laughs> we don't even know what it is. Exactly. Like, what was the what was the purpose? I don't know. What was the reason? What was the reason? I am so glad we watched episode four together. It was also my favorite episode because what? Absolutely what? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you had already seen it, so you didn't say anything to me. Yeah. And I remember when we were watching the whole system that is Mark Spector running through the streets and on the roofs, and then people were dying. He was switching back and forth. Before either of them said anything, I was like, wait. Who just did who just did all that killing? There was that whole did you do that? No, did you do that? And I looked at you and I went, oh, there's a third. And that realization, that was incredible. Yeah. That was that was that was game changing. That started happening and I was like, oh my God. Every scene that has reflections of Moon Knight, there's always three images. There's always the whoever's in control. Yeah. And then there's the one focused reflection of whoever is speaking to. So uh-huh. your marker, Steven, respectively. And then there's always this like not perfectly visible like thing. And as the series goes on, it becomes like more and more apparent. Yeah, this other altar that they probably didn't even know that he was there. Do well, they, they still don't. do they still not know that he's there? <laughs> I got a theory on that as well. All right, all right. Also, Tawaret, 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 Hi. <laughs> yes. The, her little hi. That took me out. I was like, what? What is that? <laughs> that was my favorite episode of the entire series. Yeah. Because of the utter chaos. Sheer nonsense. Yes. Freaking sense. Or nonsense. nonsense. <laughs> yes. Y'all know that we thrive on chaos and that that was it. That was the epitome of chaos. <laughs> yeah. For episode five, there's a lot. There's about, a lot to unpack. You see Mark's memories. How did you feel after the origin of Steven and, and all that? Distraught. However, first of all, I'm glad we're doing this episode after American Psycho because it's dealing with two different extremes, possibly both with dissociative identity disorder. I'm just going to call it DID from now on. They're two very different character types. So dissociation, for anyone who doesn't know, is when a person disconnects their mind from what their body is experiencing. And when we get into DID, that's where we get into like switching between personalities and possibly completely different lives, being Mark and Steven in this case. There's also Jake Lockley, but we don't see much of him, so I'm not going to include him in this whole analysis thing. It can and usually is a result of extreme repeated trauma, which we saw Mark go through, so that's where it comes from. And it's a subclass of complex PTSD, which is a lot to unpack in itself. And rightfully so, this man has traveled. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. See PTSD and in turn DID. The brain splits off its awareness into two or more separate personalities to shield said person from experiencing or remembering whatever the trauma is. And I was really, really impressed with the accurate and positive representation of DID we got with Mark and Steven. He wasn't seen as this dangerous, crazy person. Well, <laughs> he was not. Well, actually, I guess that was just in the opinion of Steven. So never mind. DID has been stigmatized as such for so long. Class A example, American Psycho, Secret Window, Split, the whole glass series. All of them. everybody. We've just seen this repetitive implication that people with DID are dangerous which is not helpful to people with DID because they're people are paranoia sets in. Yeah. People are literally people. It's hard for people without it to understand. It's hard for us to understand each other when there's stigma baseline. Um, Preach. (laughs) Yeah. And if you like, I looked up movies with DID just to see what would come up. All of them have negative spin. And then there are a few like Jekyll and Hyde, the mask, 
where it's all about said person trying to get rid of their altar. I do like as well that kind of made him perfect to be Moon Knight. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's it's a reoccurring theme that we're seeing in modern media now. I'd say in the past maybe 10-ish years, maybe even five, where we're seeing like superheroes with some sort of impairment that helps them be super. It's inspiring. And it is especially nice to see that Mark chose Steven. He had the opportunity to be rid of him. Yeah, he I actually was. was I was literally bit. just about to say this. Yeah. Episode six. Whew, yeah. Emotional damage. Emotional <laughs> damage. Yeah. But Mark went back and chose Steven because he didn't want to be without him. Steven is part of him. And that is so positive. That is part of him. He's missing a whole part of himself both mark and steven were treated as valid characters there wasn't one that was impairing the other i mean they did have their arguments and petty yeah. fights but <laughs> I, I i would argue that it was mark separation steven like yes. they were two different because that's how they show up in the duot once steve or once mark goes and like goes to get steven mm -hmm. and he starts freezing he literally puts the heart in his what's that painting called yes the, the david the, the, create, the god and david yeah yeah the, the finger but life. it's like it's just like this heart and it yep. like flashes that like warm color yes. and then it becomes one and I it disappears within well. both of them yep that's now, him now you're complete that's but that him. that was also very symbolic of them becoming allies they yeah. stopped fighting each other at that point they yeah. stopped this whole like let me take over let me take over they became one yeah, which led to an amazing fight scene between him and Harrow. Oh, yeah. Because the switch back and forth through every wall that they yep. were getting destroyed Crazy. was nuts. It was so cool. That whole last half of that of, of the final episode was insane. With, I have with the two in the back. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. And then the scene where the side of the pyramid is shot at like a Dutch angle and then Arthur and Mark are going towards each other. That was such so a cool, cool visual. It was so compelling to watch that entire last half. And then and then when Mark blacked out with the axe to his yep, forehead. Yeah. I was I was that took taken aback <laughs> i never i like i have heard time and time again people are like oh yeah this such and such a scene when Arya stabbed the night king i watched that like 10 times and i'm like dude i don't understand why do you need to see it that many times i had to watch this scene three times i, I went back a few times oh, for, the, for the notes it was so good it was so good sorry i like fast-tracked the last two episodes no, that's cool that's cool that's cool <laughs> i there wasn't like i said i didn't want to say much about episode five anyways because there's there's a lot of there's just like, too much <laughs> Uh, I noticed in uh, in the conversation after Mark has risen <laughs> once more, oh, and he, risen and once he more. comes back to Conchu, and Conchu's like, I knew you'd miss me. <laughs> he tells Steven that he'll release them both. Right. B-O-T-H, yeah. as in only two only of the three. Two. Yes, because they don't know that there's <laughs> sneaky a Sneaky deaky. In my notes, all I have here is sneaky deaky. Sneaky deaky, yeah. <laughs> sneaky no, that was, eagle. that was a power play, because he knows there's a third. He's witnessed it. Do you think Layla will continue to wear that armor? Yes. I think her and Tauret will come to some sort of agreement where she is like... A, I, I hope so. Not like a full avatar, such Just as... Just when needed. Yes, on her terms. Yes, and I think Tauret... Tauret. The hippo <laughs> will... <laughs> abide and because like yes. they're sort of i think they've got the same mind where yeah. like, they're just trying to do what's best conchu how'd you feel about his portrayal i like the character it was very well written he's yes. an interesting guy yep. do i personally like him no no, <laughs> no dude <laughs> he's a jerk <laughs> 
Skytrix? It reminded me, again, of uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, when you just wait yep. and the sky goes. Yeah, very cool. Uh, how did you feel about Amit's actual form? I did mention this to you. Mm. She was the only one who had an Egyptian accent. Yep. Come on, MC. I thought <laughs> I thought we were over this. More to the point, she looked very cool. She looked dope. Yeah. Uh, her, her, like, all the gold on the, yep. the crocodile scales, that was really cool. Really cool looking. Tawa rep. Lover. Give me that ship, girl. Come on now. <laughs> Sell me the freedom. <laughs> so we talked about this a little bit off off mic. What is the the deal with all the purple being like evil powers? Yes. Yes. Because we see it in freaking everything. Agatha, purple. Moon Knight. Amit purple. Amit purple. Power Stone. Purple. Power Stone, purple. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Purple. purple. So what is all this purple? Does it have to do with the Eternals? Does it have to do with the stones does it have to do with like you can't even predict with the MCU at this point. Everything is so interwoven and yeah. we have no idea what anything We also is. know that we're we're also told that the power stone or the stones in general are just like Yeah, yeah, they're meaningless. Yeah. But are they in, in other dimensions? Do they actually have power? Is there's the TVA be... just outside of all dimensions so nothing has power? Like if there's that's that too. But if there's a sacred timeline, right. at some point, there must have just been only one and then it started branching off. Yes. So I wonder if the stones from the, the sacred, like yeah. so sacred that they don't even know about it, has continued along. So there is a set of the stones that are strewn across all of the universes. True. But that is assuming that there is a sacred timeline that does not interfere Who with anything knows? else. Who friggin' knows? <laughs> Which, knowing what the MCU has done so far is damn near impossible. <laughs> friggin'. I wonder if Lockley and Conchu will be the villain in the next whatever Moon Knight is going to be next, yeah, whether it's a movie or a show. I was going to ask you that. What do you think the future holds for Moon Knight? Do you think we're going to see a season two? You think they're going to renew it? I mean, there's nothing yet. Fans really want a season two. You think we're going to get no it? Idea. Do you think we're going to get a movie? Do you think he's just going to be part of the new Avengers? I don't know. I don't know. I think for sure he'll be in movies. Like I said earlier, I think he's he might have an appearance within Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Captain America and the Winter Soldier. That, but also uh, Black Panther. Oh, Black Panther. And yeah. also Could. because it's dealing with immensely powerful forces, I'm wondering if Doctor Strange will get involved. I mean, or, or I guess Wong because he's the yeah, new. He's the new. The new Sorcerer uh, Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme. There is always a potential for Wong. Now you're right, and Doctor Strange to be involved in anybody's movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, but also if the Egyptian gods also were like, you know, maybe we shouldn't meddle with yeah. humans, and then also we see the Eternals decide that, right. and then we also, I believe, in Love and Thunder trailers, we're getting Greek mythology as well. So if all of them are not meddling, does what that are they mean? Doing, first does of all? that mean that? Like what? <laughs> the hell y'all doing <laughs> but does that mean that the eternals and the celestials are on the same level as say greek or egyptian True. gods like do they exist on the like, same where plane? is the hierarchy yeah yeah yeah, yeah hierarchy because yeah. then also people have been waiting for galactus to make an appearance as a right. big villain so it's like where to even begin and we're still waiting for uh, mephisto i mean there's <laughs> theories everywhere about mephisto this is the first time like everything else in the mcu has been like oh like there's this hint there there's this hint there yeah. but like this it's is very like, like linear and straightforward sometimes even like not linear sometimes it's all over the place but it like all somehow converges yeah. like back in some point where it's like oh this all made sense in this long contrived <laughs> insane way but yeah. this is like what on earth yeah, is going, going on they're going in so many different directions right now. We've been to literal death and back. Like we, I don't, I just don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. And I don't know who the next big villain is. No, me either. Or there's going to be big villains. The possibilities are endless. In the multiverse of madness. Well, can't talk about multiverse of madness yet because we haven't seen it yet. Bottom line, Moon Knight's very cool. 
I think we were destined to like it just because you and I already have this preconceived love for Egyptian mythology, mythology in general, but particularly Egyptian mythology. It actually brought back the weirdest form of nostalgia for me because I was just thinking about a nostalgic thing. One, I thought about the Egyptianology book. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Egyptology. Egyptology. That's what it was. Also, when I was little, my dad went through an Egypt phase, let's just call it. And he collected all these like little tchotchke things. He had hieroglyphic art from like a calendar or something, just generic. So he decided that each room in his, in his house had to have a theme. I love your day. <laughs> <laughs> Our upstairs bathroom was Egypt. <laughs> it just brought back the memories of sitting in that bathroom, taking a bath, having a little shoop. <laughs> A little shoop. A little shoop in a toilet. <laughs> Khonshu was like watching me crap. How did Egypt get demoted to bathroom? <laughs> I, I just gotta ask. <laughs> I don't know. Not to demote Moon Knight to the shoop in the toilet. It was very, very good. I love the memories that it brought back. I love the new things that I learned about Egyptian mythology. I hope that people who have any of that in their background felt really empowered and connected to this series in some way. Yeah. Like, I hope it did a good job of the representation is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Again, I will say I did not read Moon Knight as a comic, but because that was so long ago, I'm sure they've corrected a bunch of things that were incorrect at the time. They must have at this point. Because like some white guy was just writing about yeah, Egyptian mythology. Yeah, the, the, the vast amount of knowledge that's readily available yes. now, like surely the also the amount of people that work on things nowadays. Exactly. Like Egyptian mythology is one of those things where it's it's very accessible because so many people are interested in it. Like mm -hmm. we literally learn about it in school. Yeah, it's part of the curriculum. Like fifth all that. grade. I would just like to know what you would rate the series out of ten. Eleven. Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was so good. Okay, I was gonna say nine. If we put them together, that's ten. If we split the difference, true. Yeah. If we put them perfect. together, what am I saying? <laughs> Twenty. Perfect score. Perfect score. <laughs> Twenty out of ten. <laughs> All right, that has been another episode of the Geek Squared Show. Thank you for listening. My name's Emma. I'm... Please say Tilly. Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Geek Squared Show. The show where we... Did I say that already? This has been the Geek Squared Show. The show where we talk about the things that we talk about. Speaking of the MCU and time, our next episode will be all about funky timelines. We might not talk about the MCU, but we're going to talk about some other funky funkiness. <laughs> some other donkey funk. Donkey conky. <laughs> If you enjoyed today's episode, uh, check our description. We've got our socials there. We've got our buy us a coffee thing. So if you want to fund the chaos, appreciate it. We love you. Thanks for listening. And have a great day. When she takes over one of the bodies and is like, Wee! Yo, when she starts taking over the dead bodies, I was crying. <laughs> that was so funny.